On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we dig into TMNT Shredder's Revenge. How much did we like it? Also, Yuji Naka confirms Michael Jackson did work on the music for Sonic 3, or did he? And we talk about the games we wish we could play again, but a different twist on that idea. What could it be? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra, with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast, the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, all the stuff you want to know of the in the video game world. I finally have my computer back, so we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. So, but I, I want to say thank you, Beto, for letting us, uh, us as a group, uh, borrow your equipment. I mean, so, you still owe me those sexual favors, but yeah, no problem. I will always repay you with sexual favors. You know this, man. Anyway, let's just get to it because I'm excited. We got a, you know, a fresh new screen on this. We got a, a ton of news that came out. We're back okay, to our. My dogs are excited too. The dogs are <laughs> excited. Joe's excited. Jogs, D- Joe's wig- waggling his tail. So let's get to it. Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. So I started playing through uh, Persona 5 Royale. <laughs> Royal again. Like you um, start from the beginning? No, no. It's oh, okay. where I left off. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dude. I'm pretty fucking close to finishing. I feel it. I feel it. Um, but yeah, every, I don't know what this game... I, I, I can't seem to like play it for a long time. It's a great game. Uh-huh. But for some reason, I just can't really... like it. it the, the time I play it, it hooks me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this game is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then I, I stopped playing it for like a day, and I was just like, man, I don't, I don't really feel like playing this game. I don't want to play it I know why, Bethel. Yeah, so then I... Uh, I know why. Why? Because it's a Japanese role-playing game. No. It's, it's not Final Fantasy, it's, Joe. I, it's not, but it's and it's doing a lot of the right things to make people, you know, like, to, for people that aren't fans of that style, move, move, like, you know, move over. But at the end of the day, it's still a Japanese RPG. Nah, this one's like actually good, Joe. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, just playing through it, uh, I, I'm 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 feeling that I'm getting very close to finishing it. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's like I I play it in chunks, mm-hmm. and the chunks that I play are pretty lengthy. Uh, but I'm hoping to finish playing it soon, like I always say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but every time, I mean, every time I played it, I I've, I've made like pretty like pretty uh, significant pro- progress. Uh-huh. Um, That's so, good. Yeah, so I'm playing. I won that bet, by the way. What bet? Oh, was that you beat it last had. year. Was it? What was the bet? To beat, to finish it next last year. What, yeah. I, Just what, to beat the game. But did I lose anything? I don't think no. you lost. I mean, I don't think so. your oh. dignity. <laughs> it was such an obvious win for me that I didn't want to fucking make like, <laughs> I didn't want to anything else like, as a part of it. 
<laughs> is it easy for you to jump back in even though you take g- giant breaks? So I played it. Uh, the last thing I did, I I finished a uh, palace and mm-hmm. I beat the boss. And then I was getting to it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I, like, very difficult for me to do that too. And I like, so, but I was playing it and then I, I was like, fuck, well, I can't remember the last thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And then I, yeah, I was going to look up at, like a walkthrough. Then I just like, you know, I'm going to play it a little more. And then, then uh, I'll see see if I remember, because uh, usually when I would pick it back up, I knew exactly what was happening, I knew exactly what I would do. You know, I had I took like a long long break, but this time I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't remember this. Well, that sounds like me, and I know we don't talk about uh, movies anymore because you guys are fucking bitches. Uh, but uh, hey, when well, I was again, watching, the contract we can't. When I was watching the TV show yeah. Peaky Blinders after it being gone for so long, they came back, and I'm like. Who the fuck are all these people again? <laughs> like, it, was, like, it literally took me the entire first episode to be like, like who the fuck is this again? And, like, and then I was like, how long has this show been gone? It's been gone like fucking two years. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. And then like by episode two, I was like, okay, I remember everyone now. Okay, now I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Yeah, so it doesn't have that. Uh, and it doesn't have like it moved like four years forward. So I'm like, I have no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's how I was when I when I played it. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to watch a, a play a walkthrough for this. But then I played a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, I remember exactly what's happening now, and then just, I was able mm-hmm. to get through it. And uh, but yeah, so for the most part, is uh, I can remember it except for that one time. But um, yeah, man, it's 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 still good. I mean, I'm I'm playing it. Hopefully, hopefully I, I finished it. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. What are you, Joe? What's up, fool? I played through Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Oh! And it was fucking fantastic. Really? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It yeah. was fucking really, really cool. It's I just played through the story mode. I didn't really go through all... I, like, I collected a bunch of shit, but I got a little confused at certain points because it said, go see so-and-so or go do this and that, and I, uh-huh. I didn't know how to do it. But uh, but I, I, I played... I went through... I want to play through it again um, with... Um, I'd like to play through it again with like friends or something like that. It just seems like such a fucking cool game. Oh, to not play us. Through it like that. I get it. You play with Moby. Well, like yeah, but I mean, you know. No, I get it, Joe. You don't, you don't. You don't have your game pass right now. Yeah, yeah I do. I don't know. Beto does. Oh, you do. I do. I'll play when you get there. Let's do, do it. Yeah. It's so stupid that, that game is not fucking crossplay. It's fucking. It, uh, it, 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 I know. It, I, no, no. I know that you can play with PC. They. I heard, so ridiculous. Ridiculous. I heard that they're working on it, though. I hear that they're working on it, though. Would it not be a bit... Like, it's so stupid. To me, I it's don't so, disagree it's so with ridiculous you. at this point. I don't that's disagree one, with you. That's the one negative thing about the game that I will say, and it's not even their... I bet you it's not even their fault. I, I don't disagree... You cannot cross play. I don't disagree with you, but I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with it right now because it sucks for Switch players. I hear the online's not that great. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I also heard that... Um, right, that even, like, PS5 can't play with PS4. That's the stupidest really? shit ever. Wow. Fucking, yeah, that's what I heard. Even Madden can do that. It's, it's so fucking dumb. So, but I mean, no, I I uh, I started it last week. Actually, after um, after the podcast, I was like, it was on Game Pass. I was like, oh shit, let me go download this. And I fucking, uh-huh. you know downloaded it and started playing it. And um, yeah, it's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So many cool fucking call callbacks yeah. to the original game. Mm-hmm. To the levels, to the bosses, to everything. The I mean, TV they really show, take, yeah. So even like, yeah, uh, they, they take, well, something I saw I was cool. Say, sorry, sorry, I mean to cut you off, no, but uh, no. uh, something that was cool is like you see a lot of uh, um, animations that are from fighting games. So it's like it's cool yeah. to see like some of their animations, like you see like a, a dragon punch or like any certain like uh, um, uh, animations that you see in like Capcom fighting games. Mm-hmm. That's the only ones that I've seen actually. Capcom ones. Yeah, 
There's a <laughs> there's a uh, fuck. I forget the name. I, my six year old self would be pissed right now. But uh, Mortal Kombat Kung Lao? No. Uh, which one's the one that does the bicycle kick? Liu Kang. Liu Kang. There you go. Liu Kang. Uh, I forget who. I think it's Donnie. Donnie does a bicycle kick. Oh really? Yeah. So that's <laughs> cool. I think it's Donnie. But um. Yeah, no. So it it, uh, it started building up, but like all the callbacks to like everything, man. It was a, it was really, really, really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, even the bosses, like you know, they took bosses from fucking really fun from everything, you know, from from every game, and kind of took little hints from versions. Even like the like how levels or like the bosses were taken from like uh, uh, the Manhattan Project. Like even even that that the, the NES, like the strictly NES kind of like beat them that they made. Um, Nah, it was it was a fucking blast, man. It was really, really, really cool. Also, uh, the music was really cool. I loved at the very end where they used that like I think it's Ghostface Killer. Like, there's a fucking uh, track that they used during one of the levels that was or yeah. it was uh, was it Ghostface? I think the Wu- I heard the Wu Tang the Wu Tang made a track for this. Yeah, I, but I don't think it, well, it wasn't all of them. But I want to yeah, I think it was, was Method Man and I forgot who else. It was really I, when I heard that I was like, fuck, that's fucking awesome. It was really, really cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, nothing. Uh, I give that a. I give that an A. That game is that, that that was really fucking cool. That was just me playing it by myself. I didn't play with anybody. Yeah. So I can imagine how much more fun that would be to play with other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I as a recommendation. It was really cool. It made me want to get into other beat 'em ups. And I was looking at it like real quick. I was like, "What's on Game Pass right now? Is there any really good, really good beat 'em ups?" Then I looked and I was like, "Yeah, nothing." <laughs> I was like, "There's nothing." Much. Well, didn't Capcom come out with like a beat 'em up collection recently? Uh, there was a beat 'em up collection that they came out with like a few years ago that had some I'm of the old school beat 'em ups. Huge... Fan anymore of some of their older shit like Final Fight? Uh, I don't know. It 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 got old to me. Maybe I right. played it a lot. Maybe. But some of the Capcom shit, I just the beat 'em ups like that. I'm like, eh, yeah. I could I could live without them. I yeah. think a lot of that I, is going right. back and trying to play the arcade ones instead of the home port ones. Because yeah. I know that, I that, that a lot of the stuff is like can't really completely do everything that the arcade port has so like some things are taken out some things have to get shrunken down so mm-hmm. I think like the arcade port ones are the ones like you might want to like try again or retry because they've been like the first time being released you know on I think I played so much Final Fight though that I like that's one even though it's a great beat em up I'm like done with like I, I, I have no desire to play it but I know one that I, I wanted to try out and I don't know, I may actually go and, and search it out and pick it up was uh, on the PS4. Uh, it's got RPG elements, that Dragon's Crown. Oh, yeah, Dragon's Crown. I heard that's oh, really he, cool. And I was looking like, some shit up of it. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, wow, that's really, really cool. I know they made a Dragon's Crown Pro mm-hmm. for when the PS4 Pro came out with um, like 4K, uh, you know, updated uh, higher definition graphics and stuff like that. Yeah. And it looked really cool. Like I was looking at some of the visuals like, wow, that looks pretty cool. So... And I think it's twenty bucks on the PlayStation Store, so I don't know. I may look for something like that or see if I can find it cheaper or something. But um, yeah, you know that was you know uh, what I want is, is the Shredder's Revenge was gave me this a similar feeling to what like uh, Streets of Rage Four did. Mm-hmm. It, it gave you that nostalgia, but also it was really fucking cool and it made you be like, man, yeah, I could play another beat 'em up. Like there are beat 'em ups that you you could play. I could definitely see myself playing another beat 'em up. You know, and it's it's easy to want to play them when they're that well done. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that's uh, that's basically the main the main the main thing I played was just getting through TMNT. Realistically, if you really want to just blow through the game, you can get to it in about a, in like I don't know three hours maybe. 
probably yeah, I think four so. tops Around there, uh-huh. if you really want to uh, blow through. But I took my time with it, and I just spent like a week playing every, like pretty much every evening, a few a few levels. Yeah, uh, I want to say there's like fourteen or fifteen levels total. I think it's sixteen. And, um, oh, is it okay? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I mean, so so fucking cool, man. And I and you know if you're a Game Pass um, subscriber right now, that's a it's a great reason to. Um, you know, to have it, and yeah. you know, I wouldn't say it's like get Game Pass for it, but I mean, if you have Game Pass subscription right now active, just fucking go download it, man. It's really good. So well, to be was, honest, if you're an Xbox, if you're an Xbox owner, you gotta have just, Game Pass. Yeah, you should have Game Pass, yeah. hands down. If you don't have Game Pass, that's on you. What the fuck are yeah. you doing? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, if you don't yeah, have Game Pass. You should fucking. Kill yourself. <laughs> please, please, please edit that out. No, stay it in. Keep it in. No, but the, seeing this like uh, it gets me excited for the Calabun collection. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is because of how well received uh, Shredder's Revenge is, and everyone loving it now. More copies are being sold of that Cowabunga collection because people are like, oh man, I can't wait for that collection because yeah. not only are you getting the arcade versions of those games, but you're also getting the home parts of those too. So you're getting everything. Yeah. Um, I'll jump in real quick because Joe kind of talked about it. I played TMNT, Shredder's Revenge. I went through it already and I, I loved it. I think it's probably right now, like it's showing where beat-em-ups can go and like I think mm-hmm. it's, it's setting a high bar nice. for beat-em-ups right now. And... The only thing is I'm like, damn, dude, this is awesome that we're getting the Kyle Bunga collection. But I think a lot of people are going to be like, man, I'm kind of limited. Because these games, I think people got to go in mind that these were quarter munchers, especially the Konami cabinet ones. They're meant for you to die constantly and constantly put a quarter in, you know, to keep going, to keep going. So I think the pacing of stuff, some people are going to be weirded out. And and, uh, the lack of moves are going to be weird for some people. But it... They're going to see where a lot of what the inspiration of Shredder's Revenge comes from in the Cowabunga collection. So I'm hoping that people understand that. And I think they will. But I think a lot of people will be shocked with the, oh, whoa, whoa, this is different than you know Shredder's <laughs> Revenge. And yeah. it's like, yeah, because back then they were older games, but they were arcade games. So they, they wanted to take your money. Yeah. So, but it, it's, think, it's exciting. I think you have, you know, right now, the, the standard bearer right now for beat em ups are TMNT and Streets of Rage 4. Mm-hmm. I mean, those two games right there, you know, they're, they're so awesome. And I think you're right, though. People are going to, like, be excited for the Cowabunga collection. They're going to get it. And I don't want to say they're going to be disappointed, but they're definitely going to be, if you're coming from just Shredder's Revenge, you're going to be in for a bit of a shock, you know, yeah. as to what you're going to be getting. Um, you know, when you, and you know, I had a, my, my, my buddy was like, uh, oh, you know, 15 games. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, some of them are basically just, it's the same game, just on different, they're just different ports of it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in the end, it's so cool. I mean, you know, like uh, Manhattan Project, the fact that the Kyle Bunkin collection has Manhattan Project, and Manhattan yeah. Project to me is a fucking gem, dude. It's, yeah. a, it's a, and it was towards the end of the NES, NES life cycle, yeah. and it was actually, it, it was pretty... You know, the fact that the NES even got an arcade version of TMNT is pretty crazy. And and a decent one at that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but for it to get its own, you know, basically its own, you know, exclusive, a console exclusive uh, sequel follow-up to that, you know, that really didn't follow in with anything else was pretty fucking cool too. And, and, and it's actually a really good game. 
and and added stuff. You know, it actually that was one cool thing about um, uh, that uh, Manhattan Project too. That you know, it added specials and it, it you know characters had stuff going, different stuff going on. So um, that's really cool. Um, you know, the fact that there's going to be like two or three versions of like the original games, you know, I, it's not you know doesn't interest me much. But you know, I could now after playing Shredder's Revenge, I probably would wouldn't mind going through um, some of the old games again. Yeah. Um, Maybe when there's a sale for that collection, I don't know. We'll see. Down the line. Do you remember how excited you were when you when that first when you played that first uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game? Like that cover, so badass, and then you mm. play it, and it's like, oh no, it's not. Oh, uh, the adventure one. Yeah, I have high. I have memories of playing that at uh, my cousin Ricky's house when we were kids. Yeah, and like the he NES was, one? He, yeah, the yeah. NES one, and he was good at it. But like you had that kid mentality, is like this is the turtles, like so it's awesome. But yeah. then you go like it's, it's it kind of it's too hard, it kind of sucks. But it's awesome because there's the turtles, yeah. and the music was good though. So yeah. that's what kind of made you go like, oh man, the music in this is cool though. I like it. <laughs> so I don't know, it's like you hate it, but you love it. You know, it's a badass cover though. Yeah. yeah actually, I think it was even cooler to see. Like it was such a shock being a kid seeing the arcade game get ported. Because I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Like what in the hell? And then play, you know, and like having played it, and then like even as a kid, knowing okay, it's not going to be exactly the same, but then still getting a pretty good, accurate version of it, you mm-hmm. know, on the NES. I was like, you know, it was, it was really cool. But um, that was it. That was that was nice. a lot of t- TMNT this week. Um, Jesse, how about what's up? What, what you got going on? Well, I had I played the TMNT game, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Like I said. Uh, recently, what released was uh, Yu Suzuki, the man who brought you such games as like Beth- one of Bethel's favorites, Super Hang On, yeah. the arcade, Virtual Fighter, Afterburner, Space Harrier, Outrun. The list goes on and on. But he did a lot of classic games that people loved, you know. And the- and there wasn't really much. After that, uh, we heard the success that he had with Shenmue 3, which was he finally got to do the game, but he didn't improve in areas where gaming improved after Shenmue 2. That's a long story. We won't get to that. But uh, he recently released his newest game on (laughs) Shenmue 4 on the Apple Arcade. It's on Apple Arcade. Uh, If you have an Apple TV or your uh, iPhone, you can play it. It's called Air Twister. And when I heard about that, I thought, is that a new flavor at uh, Foster Freeze that I could get? Air Twister? Can I get an Air Twister? Ooh, pretty tasty. But it looked very much like, you know, Panzer Dragoon mixed in with Space Harrier and stuff. And it released yesterday, and I started playing it. It's a mix of all of that. If you loved a lot of his classic arcade and those type of sh- rail, like... On-rail shooter, Panzer Dragoon-ish kind of feeling game. This this is a mix of that on Apple Arcade with really nice graphics, but what really surprised me was the soundtrack is it's a vocalized soundtrack that seems like someone bred Queen and ABBA together. It is so it like when I heard it I was like is this a Queen song? Wait, <laughs> it feels a little bit like ABBA. So it was like it, it's I don't know, it is really cool. If you have Apple Arcade, if you happen to have that a subscription to it, um, Air Twister, I would recommend it. It's it was kind of fun little rail shooter. Nah, God, what do they call it? It's like a rail sh- shooter over the shoulder Panzer Dragoonish kind of mix, and and it's just like a it's like a shmup, but over the shoulder 3D, and yeah, it's really neat. And 
it has so many things that you can earn currency in the game to buy things in the game. I didn't see anything like a didn't seem like a loot system or it was trying to take your money because there was no way of actually adding money. You earned it through playing and you can buy things for the character and things like that, like daily tasks. So it had a lot of replayability and a lot of that stuff. So yeah, if you have Apple Arcade, check it out. It's really cool. But yeah, uh, so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Microsoft confirms that supply disruptions has caused shortages of Xbox controllers in countries across the globe. In a statement, Microsoft said, we know it might be hard finding Xbox wireless controllers right now due to the supply disruption. We're working as fast as possible with our manufacturers and retail partners to improve this. Please check with your local retailers for availability. Now, I'm mostly saying this in news, not for us to really comment, but just to tell everyone if you have an Xbox, you need a controller, or you might get want to get one later, get uh, I will get it now because it looks like there's supply shortages. Um... Yeah, I don't know if you guys want to comment on it. I'm just bringing it up. Can we still order cool-ass, make-our-own-controllers off of the Xbox site, or no? I don't know. It doesn't say anything in the article. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, this, uh... this. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, everybody, every console has this kind of issue. Controller shortage? I know PlayStation 4 controllers were shortages uh, during, like, COVID and a little bit after. Yeah. I mean, we're still in COVID, but... um, because I want to make myself a Wu-Tang yellow and black Fucking Xbox oh. controller eventually. Get on that now, Joe. But yeah, if you're thinking of getting one, maybe grab one while you can. Build one while you can. Tony Hawk has confirmed that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 Plus 4 was planned to follow in the slipstream of a successful 2020 remake of the original two games, but the project died following Activision's decision to officially merge developers Vicarious Visions into Blizzard. The skateboarding legend discussed the decision to abandon plans for more remakes during a Twitch livestream with Andy Gentile, a former Neversoft designer who also served as senior designer for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. That was the plan, even up until the release date of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, we were going to do 3 and 4 said Hawk, and then Vicarious Visions got kind of absorbed, and then they were looking for other developers, and then it was over. According to Tony Hawk, Activision was ultimately unimpressed with the proposal it received for further Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, so the project went no further. The truth the truth of it is that Activision were trying to find somebody to do 3 plus 4, but they just didn't really trust anyone the way they did Vicarious. So they took other pitches from other studios, said Hawk, like, what would you do with Tony Hawk Pro Skater title? And they didn't like anything they heard, and then that was it. 
I wish there was some way to bring it back. I mean, who knows? Maybe then all the dust settles. We'll figure it out. You never know. I would never have imagined we were going to do a 1 plus 2 20 years later. Joe Bedlow, what do you guys think of this news? Uh, I mean, it sucks that the, that that happened because that two. I mean, three and four for me were the the better ones. Yeah, uh, especially four for me. I love four. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it sucks when 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 that happens. I'm I'm wondering like what other projects, um, from other uh, uh developers were were in the works and they had to get canceled because of like all the mergers and stuff. Um, not just Activision, but like uh, um, all the other fucking I don't know whatever whoever else they bought. Um, but uh, but I mean, it's at least you, we got the uh, the remakes for one and two, so that's that's nice. Yeah. So, that's why do you say that? Because I'm like, pump your brakes, uh, pump your brakes after Activision. Yeah, I don't know if we really, you know, like the first one did so well. I kind of feel like if they had done a follow up, and then doing three and four together, I feel like that would have been a very big task because four's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Or it's actually a gigantic game. It's actually really big and also very difficult. Um, and I don't know if, you know, listen, man, one and two are iconic. I think the reboot and the remake was great. I'm kind of glad they didn't, they didn't make, I'm, I'm okay with them not doing it. It was a cool to see the remake do so well, like do well. It surprised me, surprised a lot of people, but, you know, this would just give Activision and everyone their fucking an excuse to start churning them out again. And, you know, for me, as everyone came, as you know how it went, it was like lower, low, less, um, the effort was less and less. So I'm, I'm actually okay with this. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't need a follow-up so fucking quick. We don't need a follow-up that quick. Um... So yeah, it really doesn't bother me much. Now, you you mentioned like it's better that they didn't do it so they wouldn't constantly churn them out. How is that any different than hey, you know, we don't have Vicarious Vision doing this. We don't like anyone else doing it. What's your idea for the next Tony Hawk? Pretty much just kind of in a way we're going to churn it out to someone else to make something completely different. Like, something new. We saw that with Tony Hawk 5, which didn't come out that great. It kind of killed the franchise for a little bit. How's that any different from what Activision has constantly done? Where they finally had something where, like, okay, we do 1 and 2, people like it, and everyone wanted a 3 and 4, and then they just, it, since they merged Vicarious Vision with Blizzard, they didn't have faith in anyone else taking over 3 and 4, so they were just ready to just be like, okay, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. but I guess with this uh, purchase with Microsoft, and it's like it's not part of our. We don't care anymore. Who fucking cares? You know, this could change with Microsoft once Microsoft officially has it. You know, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, how's that any different than them farming just something? Let's make a new game that's You're just right, going to be shitty not. and throw it. You know, it's not, and and that's the thing though. Like I, I, <clears throat> I mean, I, I think are, it would have been cool. There are certain series for me though uh-huh. that are just done. Like that's it. I'm 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 over it. And, and I guess maybe this is my just my personal opinion. Tony Hawk is one of those series. I'm just done. So the fact that they did the re- that the remake, it's it, it and and it did so well, and that's fucking awesome. It, it really is, and mm-hmm. it's cool. And, and you know, they're iconic games. And it was nice when five got done. Right? Mm-hmm. It was it was clearly all about money. 
Right? Yeah. There, there was very little about anything else. It was very fucking dead in, in the inside. It was what it was. It was, it was very nice. It's always nice to see something created with care and with heart. You know what I mean? And the, the remake of one and two, and I had my doubts, was done that way. It was really, really great. Um, but for me, you know, it's just a series to me that it's like, I don't know. I just feel like is is done for me. Granted, I you know I'm sure there are people out there that are dying for the next big Tony Hawk thing, but like you know he's attached to, and that's the other thing about Tony Hawk. He's attached his name to a pile of shit already. You know, like he's kind of fucking. The name doesn't mean what it did, and, and granted, the remake. The remake of the first two games was great, but I mean, all the fucking, like, Ride and all this other bullshit that he did for a while, I mean, you know? Ride was immersive, Joe. <laughs> huh? Ride was immersive. Yeah, you get to ride. <laughs> yeah. AKA the name. Um, so just like, I don't know, like, for me, it's, I'm okay with it not happening. I'm sure that, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people that love 3 and 4. I love, I like 3 and 4. I actually love 4 more yeah. than I did 3. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. But I'm, but it's like still something that I'm like I'm okay with it being done. Like if I look at it, I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay. I, I didn't. I outside of a few minutes, I didn't really play much of one and two, the the remake. So I mean, I it was something. It's, like, it's kind of how I felt. Remember we had this kind of had this conversation about um, rhythm games and music games. You know, I know there's people that love them still to this day, and and that's awesome, right? For me, it, it had its moment, and and I was and I'm done. You know, like I was just done, and that's how I feel about the Tony Hawk games. I—that's not to say I don't want to see another fucking cool skating game. You know, that's not—that's not the same thing. Um, but as far as the Tony Hawk, like you know, unless they revolutionize it, you know, unless they do something else or or, or move it forward, or you know, and it's you know, I get why they don't. It, you know those original games have a fucking solid. Just the gameplay solid. They're fun. I get it. But you know, just for me, there I'm okay with them being done. I think in situations like that, uh, we we see that a lot in, in games, rhythm games, especially you bringing that up, Joe. You have companies that mismanage things, misuse ter- certain games, certain genres, uh-huh. and they're gone, right? I love rhythm games, you know, but there are hurdles toward like uh, plastic guitars or plastic things. Like, is there a way around it? Right. But then we have something as simple as Tony Hawk. You know, it sucks that three and four is not going to happen. It might happen. We don't know. The future could change. We might get it with Activision Blizzard and, and Activision going to Microsoft. Now, this might change. Maybe we never know. But. In situations where we go like, I'm just done with this or they're not going to improve on this, this series or this type of gameplay, there's no point. Then we don't get things like Shredder's Revenge. How many people were done with beat-em-ups? Ah, there's nothing new you can do with beat-em-ups. Beat-em-ups aren't great. Ah, fuck it. Who cares about them, right? Then you get Streets of Rage 4 and go, oh shit, this is actually really cool. And then you get Shredder's Revenge and you're getting all these, you know, different series or different games that are inspired by whether what's coming out's new or, or, or the history of something and we're getting these great beat-em-ups you know we probably wouldn't have gotten Shredder's Revenge if we didn't have a good launching point with Streets of Rage 4 
it was cool that Tony Hawk 1 and 2 were made, and it was kind of redefining and bringing back, like, hey, we can actually have a company or somebody or a studio make a good Tony Hawk game. Everyone wanted 3 and 4, and maybe 3 and 4 could have been the push to, like, all right, yes, 3 and 4 are completely different, but 4 kind of gave you that little bit of a the start of the open world before we got Tony Hawk Thug. Remember that, Bethel? Yeah. What if this opened up? We're like, hey, this is what we can do now. Fuck it. 5 was shit. Let's do the official 5 after 4. And it inspired, a, it was like an inspiration of 4. 5.5. And going, yeah, 4.5 4. or whatever. Like, it takes going back to what you like, redoing it, and then coming out with something new. And we're seeing that with the beat-em-up genre. And I would have said years ago that beat-em-ups are done. Like, there's nothing you can do new about them. Like, there's nothing that could be fun about it. Yeah. But that people I, I, are I think- taking... Taking what you can do now, and I fucking the, a tribute who made Shredder's Revenge. They didn't have to do six fucking players at once or six online, no. but they yeah. fucking did it. That's taking what we have technology-wise now and improving on what was from the past. Now all I'm all I'm saying is like, there's a lot of genres, there's a lot of things I'm done with too. I get it, but like to like I don't know, man. Like it just sucks to hear like something like that, and then like you just hear that company company talk like activision does like all right well we want you guys over here so let's just get someone else oh we don't like what you're doing fuck it now we're just not gonna do anything i, I, I just think too like think you have to i'm I, again everything i'm saying is about is my personal yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Opinion. you know like if the game if people want it and yeah. it's fucking great and they do a lot with it they, that's awesome right i'm i don't want to see any any series I don't want to see it fail I mm-hmm. don't but I just know for me that I'm I'm done with it and then you know like that's another thing too like having Activision as the you know like basically being the uh, having it for so long and writing it into the ground was just disappointing as well you know yeah. and we don't know what's going to happen in the future that could all like you said like you're, you're yeah. absolutely right that could, that could all change um the other thing too is like when you get something like Streets of Rage Four or Shredder's Revenge, you know, they don't revolutionize those games, but they sure did add a lot of features to make those things fucking really cool and make those things more relevant in this era. And I don't know if the you know again didn't play a lot of it, but I don't know if the remakes of Tony Hawk's One and Two did that. And I don't know. And and you know, hey, if three and four were gonna do, or we're gonna add stuff to you know modernize the game and really take a, a step forward to be like hey like you're saying like I'm done with beat em ups and then you see you know oh there's 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 all these things that weren't in those old beat em ups that make these things kind of cool and make me want to play again and oh shit the new t- TMNT has six players uh, six player co-op which you know the original was like that's that's more than what the original did and it's online you know now you have these features that are more contemporary that get people excited for games that like you said 100% and, 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 and I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like yeah beat them up I ain't playing that shit no more I'm done they, they are what they are and I don't know you know and, and so you know like I was to say like I, I don't know if the Tony Hawk 1 and 2 did that for the genre like like TMNT or, or Streets of Bridge did 3 and 4 you know, it could have been. Fuck, for all I know, that was the that was the next step. Three and four, like, hey, we're gonna have this fucking plan to really like do extra stuff for three and four and and make it this or that. We don't know. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I hope so. 
but I, I feel like with the beat 'em ups, I think they, there's there's enough, you know, there's an, enough uh, what's been brought out, and you know, there's, you know, for those of the people that are done with beat 'em ups, I get it, but like there have been some pretty fucking cool beat 'em ups, you know, and like and, and hey, that's a series, that's a that's a series of games like Castle Crashers way back on 360 was fucking really cool. There have like over time been um, cool beat 'em ups. It hasn't been been dominated by you know like the skate. The skate genre has basically been dominated for, and like there's there's smaller skate games out there. There's newer stuff coming out, but like it's been basically for the, like the longest time was dominated by either Tony Hawk and then finally EA got into it with skate. Those were your basically your two options. I mean, you know that mainstream like big options. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it got at, at at some point it just got repetitive, like too repetitive. Um, but you know. Like you can say that about any game, really. yeah, any game sure genre. Yeah. I think yeah. what I'm just mostly getting to is you just can't count an, out any genre, anything, regardless I, yeah, if it's sure. a skating I game. Won't. I mean, like you, you know, if you have some company, some some studio wanting to make something, and they put a lot of effort into it, whether it's a point and click adventure game, fucking, we could probably get FMV fucking move, games come back. Basically, stuff like the Quarry and Until Dawn are basically mm-hmm. like M- FMV. Games yep. and they're actually what was that? Um, there's an FMV game that's being made by the people who did Night Trap and stuff. Like this stuff, if it's done well, st- things could come back. Like right, it's just like it kind of sure, just sucks. Can. It just kind of sucks when you have a team and a studio that is really dedicated into like doing certain things, and then you just got these big corporate companies kind of be like, nah, yeah, you know, and that's a shitty thing, you know. It Tony Hawk fell off for a long time, you know. And then skate, and then skate's coming back, and that kind of fell off quick, and then died faster than Tony Hawk. But yeah. it, it's coming back, and hopefully it's great. But I mean, you just can't count out anything. I feel, and like, yeah, a lot of stuff's it's not going to be most people's cup of tea. But I think you get those people who argue that there's nothing out there, and it's like, well, you just got to try shit. Yeah, that's what it comes yeah, down d- to. D- What's up? Did skate? Um, well, skate fell off just because there was another one, right? Or was three not that? I, I, you know what? It's I don't know the reason for skate. I think EA just went like we don't want to make these anymore. That, I think that's all it came down to. Because for whatever, so I feel fuck, like that's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference between you know like the skate the skate series and then Tony Hawk was well, where like they kept pushing them out. And you know, like honestly, like Tony I think Hawk the genre. I think what happened was like Guitar Hero and and Rock Band. The genre already got tainted because fucking Guitar Hero fucked it up. And here it goes, like Activision, the same thing. They fucked it up, so no one else cared about it anymore. Just like you know, I think. I think that, and the thing too is like that like Tony Hawk, right? Like hearing Tony Hawk talk about the series at this point, for me, unfortunately, is just like a like. Well, yeah, I mean, you can say what you want about it, and you can tell these things on it, but you are also the one telling us, like again, going back to right, like this is great. You, you, he became a shill for the fucking series, you know, like that's yeah. that's was, you know, Tony never was like, yeah, man, you know what? I'm realizing this this shit, this thing's a piece of shit. You guys really shouldn't buy it. Yeah, he didn't do that, so he kind of killed his own credibility when it came to the, the those games. So it's like, you know, I don't know, you know, like. You know, more power to them if they can really go out there. If eventually a three and a four get made, or just I mean, just one, whatever, or a six. You know, if they decide to create something that's fucking awesome and it does great, and 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 even pulls me in, that's awesome. You know, that's great. Yeah. But you know, like if they don't, 
you know, I'm okay with it right now because you know I also know eventually someone else eventually will come up with something that's pretty fucking cool. It's just it's a cycle, you know. Like eventually it could be an indie developer, it could be someone outside, you know, just outside the box who will come up with something, you know, with some kind of a skating game, and you'll be like, fuck, that's awesome. Let's try that out, and you know, we'll we'll do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Former Sega programmer Yuji Naka seems to have confirmed that Michael Jackson did indeed work on the original Sonic the Hedgehog 3 soundtrack, which could explain why it is no longer used in the new re-release of the game. On Twitter, Yuji Naka reacted to the fact that Sonic 3's soundtrack in the Sonic Origins collection was changed. He then followed up with, oh my god, the music for Sonic 3 has changed, even though Sega officially uses Michael Jackson's music. Naga then further clarified that he's referring to a Sega's TikTok video where the company is using the star song to celebrate Sonic's 31st birthday. However, this doesn't seem to negate his previous implication about Sonic 3's soundtrack. Uh, Yuji Naka has okay, and then here's an update to it. Yuji Naka has somewhat walked back his assertion that Michael Jackson Michael Jackson is somehow involved with the music in Sonic 3. Despite long-held rumors and a seeming confirmation that Jackson is at least somewhat involved in the confusing saga of Sonic 3 soundtrack, Naka clarified that his tweets were misunderstood. I feel like I'm being misunderstood a lot, probably because I don't speak English and I'm using a translation tool. Sorry. Ugh. You <laughs> blame Lost in Translation <laughs> yeah. now. So what do you guys think? Because it is Lost in Translation. He was fucking involved with it. Come yeah. on, man. He was been involved. He was involved in Space Channel fucking 5 and... Yeah. He, I'm sure he did. It's pretty fucking obvious, man. He, he did work for yeah, that. He loved that shit. Uh, do they not want to admit it because they're like they're afraid that they're gonna have to pay, pay they, the they, state or something? They were probably. They, he tweeted that, and they're like, "We will fucking sue you." And so whatever like, oh, we get shit. you for, we'll sue you for that shit. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah they, so I yeah. mean, for, for was it? There was a ton of people. Um, you know, a, a, a person that we followed for years and we like a lot of his stuff, Jeremy Parrish of uh, One Up. OneUp.com and Retronauts yeah. fame, he was like, he confirmed it in a tweet. He fucking confirmed it. I yeah. don't think he said fucking, but he was like shocked. Yeah. That like, this that is actually a, somebody that he admitted did it. Yeah, it, yeah. He, they admit it. Like, because it's been rumored and we're like, we're like 98% sure or 99.9% sure, but you still had that 0.1 whatever of maybe, you know? Yeah. Not. But like, yeah, it's confirmed now, man. Because why would they yeah, change the music? Fucking, why would they go like, back to yeah. change music that they already technically made that was not made by Michael Jackson? I mean, the man has a fucking game. Yeah, yeah. Through Sega, it's. it's but they've never re-released it. It's it's he did he worked on his shit. Oh, yeah. Did. Yeah. For all we know, maybe they're keeping quiet because he also provided the music for three three ninjas kickback. You know? Is that true? I don't know. I was just joking. Oh. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Three Ninjas Kickback? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a shit game. I played it the other day. Oh, uh, really? I never yeah. played it. It's garbage. Yeah. Uh, it's a licensed game, so of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know what you, what you guys think. I'm pretty sure you're kind of yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is these are this is a rumor that we've heard for decades, and it's kind of a, a rumor that we kind of took as fact now. Like, so it's like. Even if they say it's it's not his music, we kind of know that it is. Yeah. Joe? Again, like it's just like you hear it and you go like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know like, I know this. It's like, 
if, if, there, if ever there was a fucking conspiracy theory type thing that I would believe that that would be it, I would be like, hey, did you know Michael Jackson did music for Sega? I'm like, yep, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like uh, you got all the flat earthers are telling you this stuff. Like, like, you have proof? I'm like, like yeah, don't like... eat proof. I got all the proof I need. <laughs> fucking, I don't need proof. Man. I know it. Yeah, but like you're in a room with a bunch of conspiracy theorists and they tell you their crazy sh- their crazy stories, but you come out like, yeah, Michael Jackson did the music for Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> Where are the facts? Where are the facts? <laughs> Prove it to me. I want well, DNA samples. Where's this Facebook post that you read? <laughs> We had Summer Games Fest, everything that had happened, the non-E3 E3, but people were saying, oh, there's rumors that Nintendo's doing a Nintendo Direct. Oh, these are the leaked games. Yada, yada. You had all these Nintendo fanboys. You had everyone uh, chomping at the bit of any news. Oh, my God, they're going to do it this week, or they're going to do it next week. And, And here on the show, I would just said, oh, I heard maybe they might do it, right? I wasn't being super invested on it, because with Nintendo, you never know. Yeah. But Nintendo did announce a direct. <gasps> but it was a Xenoblade Chronicles 3 direct. And that made me happy. <laughs> so all of those Nintendo nerds, like, I found out the news that they're going to be talking about this and this and that. And they're confirming Metroid Prime Trilogy. You know? Which they <laughs> always, always talk that. about. <laughs> it's always that. But I, I, I just wanted to bring this up here because... Um, it was a Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Direct. Yeah. I watched it. It's just selling the game that's coming yeah. out at the end of July. What they usually do. Yeah. It looks cool if you're into it. And uh, what, I, what I hated that they did was, all right, you know, at the end of it, it's like, and we're also going to have a DLC pack for $29.99. I'm like, you're really going to announce that before the game comes out? Yeah. I thought that was kind of dumb. But I bring it up because I love that all these Nintendo nerds are upset. But Nintendo could still... Drop a direct next week or the week after. Nintendo does whatever they I think want. They kind of do for one too, anyway. Yeah. I one well, in a while. Uh, my guess is they're probably just like you know what they probably don't have that much for the rest of this year, so I could see them just wait till September where they usually do it. Like, yeah. what's the point of announcing something now and then in two months you just got to announce another thing in September yeah. when you probably don't have that much for the rest of the year? You know. So. Yeah, Breath of the Wild Two is never coming out. Nope. <laughs> they're gonna delay it again. Hang on to your cappies, Mario fans, as Chris Pratt is setting high expectations for his upcoming role as Mario in Illumination's Super Mario movie. In an interview with Variety, Pratt said his take on the famous plumber will be unlike anything you've ever heard. I worked really closely with the directors and trying out a few things and landed on something that I'm really proud of and can't wait for people to see and hear, Pratt said. It's an animated voiceover narrative. It's not a live action movie. I'm not going to be wearing a plumber suit running all over. I'm providing a voice for an animated character and it is updated and unlike anything you've heard in Mario World before. Illumination CEO Chris Melandandri is also hyping up Pratt's performance as Mario saying, When people hear Chris Pratt's performance, the criticism will evaporate in a recent interview. We still haven't heard even a peep of Pratt's take on Super Mario, but we do know that the character won't have an Italian accent. I bring this up, guys, because one, uh, before I read this, I was like, you know what? I feel people were too harsh and mad, like up, like too harsh on Chris Pratt about being the voice of Mario. I'm like, I get it. People were hoping it was Charles Martinet. I was, I kind of knew they weren't gonna do that. 
I knew it was probably going to be a, a celebrity voice actor. I wouldn't have bet that it was going to be Chris Pratt. I thought I found it personally for me. I found it kind of crazy that like everyone got mad, uh, and that right away they had to defend it. And I remember Chris Pratt put out a video of him going, "Hey, it's a me." Mario, yeah. you know, and did that thing and saying like, "Oh, when I was a kid," like just kind of selling it like, "Oh, when I was a kid, I stole money from a, f- a wish fountain to play Mario in the arcade, Super Mario Brothers," which they did have an arcade version of it. But basically, all I'm saying is, after reading this, after reading what he's saying, and even when the, the announcement happened originally, and everyone was defending everything, they're trying really hard to defend it, yeah. and I just feel like just just. Wait until it comes out and just if you really have confidence, like don't even say it's gonna yeah. be great. Just let it have have it happen. And it makes yeah. me more like him the things he's saying and that what everyone's saying is like it's just Hollywood speak of trying to fix something that I don't think is a huge problem. It's like everyone was gonna have a problem with whoever was gonna voice it, I feel. But they're uh, how they for- Go go. No, uh sorry. Um I feel like truthfully. Uh huh. They're paying attention and they're responding to, in reality, what's going to be a vocal minority. Yeah. The people that are bitching about this are hardcore Nintendo fans, and there's a good amount of them, but I mean, let's face it. They're still going to go watch it. Either they're going to go watch it, or if they don't, you know... They probably don't go watch movies anyways. I know that sounds fucked up to say, (laughs) but I mean, it's like... They I'm just saying, ones. like, I know it's just fucked up, um, but I'm just saying, like, like, look, like, it, it really is because it's like anyone, like, so here's the thing, like, I, I, I'm, I'm all for like, you know, keeping the characters as real as possible, but like, you know, anyone who actually believes that a fucking studio-backed Mario movie should be voiced by Charles Martinelli, why fucking love as Mario? But like a studio back with a decent sized budget that they want to be big, it was never gonna fucking happen. And it's like it 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 it, it um it drives me fucking crazy wondering why and I see people bitch about stuff like something I'm like, Are you fucking serious? Like why like you know, like I like hey, you don't have to like it. Mm-hmm. But like when they're like they get so over fucking like critical about it and so angry about it, I'm like do you really honestly think that was going to happen? Like, like yeah. do you live in a world where it's like, you know, like, like you believe, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's so crazy when people think these things and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. And it's, and they get so mad about it. And I'm like, why are you surprised? Like, how can you, I feel like you look at that and you're like, yeah, it's never going to happen. That wasn't going to happen ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, it's funny to me when I see that shit. And you're right, like, them keep continually harping on it and being like, no, you guys are going to like it, you guys are going to like it. I was like, yeah, don't fucking worry about it. Just fucking release the movie because, you know what, those same people, you know, like, if it's if the movie's, if the movie's fucking good, people are going to watch it. Yeah. Or people, you know, like, you know, hopefully, you know, not to say there's good movies that get released that don't get watched. I mean, that's true, but I mean, it's like, it, it is what it is, man, like, uh, yeah, it just it's it's weird for them just to see them re- respond to these people, and you know, unfortunately, a lot of these people that bitch about this, their versions of how it should be are worse, or, or 
like when you really think about realistic they're like that's fucking stupid um and then i see people bitching and i know one of the things that people bitch about chris pratt is the whole um uh the church where he goes to and what they represent and everything like that and you know that's you know you know people don't like him listen you guys already won the fucking license you're gonna make the movie you're gonna want to make right you, you don't have to you, you, the bar's low already <laughs> you know what I mean like mm-hmm. from the original movies it's like you can't fuck it. yeah realistically you can't fuck it up that bad so I mean you kind of you kind of got a clean slate so do what you're gonna do I'm just excited that Charlie Day's Luigi that's gonna be good he is <laughs> yeah yeah Charlie I Day's Luigi like no it's just crazy everyone got you know Jack Who's, Black uh, is Bowser Who's Princess Peach? Uh, what's her name? The Queen's Gambit girl? Forget her name. Tar- oh, right. Taylor Joy? Something Taylor Joy? Oh, cool. Yeah. I hope she just makes those like those noises like from the game. Oh, Ooh. Mario! Ooh, that's it. That's all she Like a running joke. That's all, she's, that's all she can think. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. So this week, I had a little um, topic for you guys. Most of the time in gaming, you're like, oh man, if I could forget this game, I would want to forget this game so I could play it all over again. I want to enjoy this game like the first time, right? The game that you wish you can play again for the first time, but with a little twist. Instead of that game where you go, oh man, I wish I could play this game for the first time. Maybe there was a game that you wish you had a better experience or something could have been ruined for you. So like you enjoy it, but like, oh, I knew this was coming or I knew something like this was going to happen. Is there anything like that that you guys have personally experienced or you want to experience a game again? And I'll, I'll start off first. The classic game, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Everyone loves it. Came out for the Nintendo 64. A lot of people say, man, this is the game. This game is the best Zelda game ever. I I like Link to the Past, but that's something different. But a lot of people say that Ocarina of Time is the best Zelda game. You You can't beat it. It's amazing, right? And I played through it. When I finally got around to playing through it, I played through Ocarina of Time on uh, the Nintendo GameCube because when the when the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker was coming out, you got if you pre-ordered it, you got a disc of Ocarina of Time, you know, a little bit upscaled, looked a little bit nicer for your GameCube, and it had Master Quest on there, right? But by the time I got around to actually playing it and playing it on the GameCube, I had already known all the major stuff that was going to happen because. I remember watching, going to my cousin's house, where I've talked about him many times, my cousin Ricky's, he had a Nintendo 64, and I remember going to his house, he had rented Ocarina of Time, and when I got there, when I was visiting, he was at the end, so I got to see the final battle between Ganon, I got to see like, oh, this is how he fights him, this is how he attacks, I even think my cousin gave me the controller to try to play through it, but of course, like, 
you don't know anything about the game. You're, you're, you're not that far, so you don't know everything you can do. You know, oh, wear the boots because you got to hover over this. And you're like, what? What is all this? So I knew there was going to be these boots that you can hover for a limited amount of time. I knew you were going to have certain arrows with magic. This and that. I already knew that, oh, this is what happens. You have to run away from the castle while it crumbles. You, there's another form of Ganon that you fight. And this is what happens. And you save the day and yada, yada, yada. Right? I saw all that before... I actually played the game. So when I finally got around to playing the game, it wasn't that I didn't have a good experience playing through Ocarina of Time on the GameCube, but I wish I had that that experience that most people have. You know, the the wonder, like, oh, man, what's going to happen next? Oh, this is next. Oh, this is what I have to do. This is where I have to go, Death Mountain. I have to go over here. I have to get a Pona. Oh, man, I used the Ocarina. You know, I changed time. Oh, man, I, I'm a little kid. Whoa. I get to be an adult, like, because I'm going through time, Ocarina of Time, like, would I have been surprised, would I have not, what I, I already knew, like, how much better would that game have been? I think about it a lot because I remember my experience with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and what was cool about that is, I was there when that game came out for the Nintendo Switch, you know, it also came out for the Wii U, but I, I, I was playing it alongside everyone in the world. I was playing it alongside it with you, Beto. I was playing it alongside it with you, Joe. And we were all experiencing the game ourselves, but we were also experiencing different things because how open-ended Breath of the Wild is. So I kind of wish I could play Ocarina of Time for the first time, not knowing anything, not having to deal with what I experienced at my cousin's house, like having a clean slate. So that for me, that would be the game because I still cherish my experience going through it on the GameCube, but I wish I had that experience of not knowing anything, not a single thing, just knowing, hey, this is a new Zelda game. So for me, that is one of the games that I wish I could play through again because of what happened. Yeah, um, uh, for me, I mean, I don't have uh, like um, like a classic game like that. Mine's more more recent. Yeah. Uh, for me, it would be um, Death Stranding. Because uh, it was a great game, I loved it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I wish I kind of, I kind of wish I had experienced it the way you experienced it. Because you, you had a great time with it. For me, I had to grind to build things to try to try mm. to travel. Because I had to build the roads. I built, honestly, I want to say I probably built seventy five percent of the of the way to travel through that game. Yeah. To make it easier for me and like other players who are on that server to play that game. Uh, so yeah, my experience with that was not great. So because uh, I had to, I had to just drive through a lot of mush, a uh-huh. lot of like just terrain that that wasn't uh, very drivable, and it made my experience a little more difficult because I had to, I had to deal with the BTS a lot because uh-huh. I couldn't travel just like through the roads like everybody else did. Uh, so even just it was small, but for me, I had to grind so much to try to, to try to fix everything to try to get from place to place. Um, so that for me it was just um, it. It made the game. It made made that game uh, uh, less uh, less fun for me. Yeah. Although it was still a great game, uh, for me it's still kind of like it. It didn't. It could have been a great game if uh, if if I would have had like somebody like help in help me like build all that all the roads and all that stuff in the in the world. So for people who are listening and going like, oh, what are you talking about by by that? Like, explain a bit more about that mechanic in Death Stranding. So in mechanic, uh, the, sorry, yeah, I should have been more specific. Yeah, no um, So in Death Stranding, you can gather materials to build roads, and there, there's already road roads, roadways that are uh, um, 
they're they're already there pretty much so you just have to build them because uh, there's no way to to customize your road so you just gotta kind of go along a, a path that uh that creates a road so you gather materials to create that and little by little you're 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 creating a a road to get from point a to point b pretty much mm-hmm. uh and for me there was like almost nothing built in uh in terms of like the the roads uh so i had to grind like for hours and hours and hours to try to just try to make the game easier for me to travel through yeah uh so i built the roads for in pretty much in that whole that whole world i built almost all, like i said 75 percent of that the 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 path mm-hmm. so that's why i made it it made it less fun for me because i had to I was the one that kind of had to do all that for the, the work. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm wondering, like maybe whoever was uh, uh, in that same server as me probably picked it up and then just like fuck this, and they just like yeah. put it away. So, like, <laughs> you got I, the one server where everyone was just like, man, it's boring. I yeah, don't want to play this so, anymore. So I had to do, kind of do that for myself. So I was like, fuck, okay, but it's, it's if if it was if if I would have only built like 25, 30, 33 percent of the uh, the uh, the the roads. I think I would have been okay with that. Mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed it more, but having to gather all those materials and 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 build most of the the road in the in that world made that that game uh, a couple notches down mm-hmm. uh, on my on my uh, on my score, I guess. Yeah, because I think a lot of what made that great was the community aspect of everyone yeah. helping each other yeah. um, throughout the game and, and making things easier and. If you yeah, if you didn't, I didn't even think of that until you told me that. Yeah. That it isn't a great experience if no one's helping out. Yeah. Because I told you that like yeah, people had already built like basically freeways to areas I had to go to, so yeah. I was already cool. I was already cool going from point A to point B easier, and uh, even later on that made me want to help out too. Yeah. So I would build certain zip lines to get okay you have to go over this whole mountain okay i'm building a zip line from point a to point b that's pretty fucking far and then later on when i logged in later it's like oh you got a thousand likes or two thousand likes because people appreciated your the road you built or the zip line and it makes you feel good you know and it's cool i did the same thing like hopefully whoever whoever played it on that same server that i was on uh um, appreciated that I fucking went through all that shit because I, I built <laughs> yeah. a ton of zip lines too, and I, I ended up like having fun with that. But having to do all of that by myself was just like oh, it kind of sucks. But yeah, I, I built a ton of zip lines to make the game way more easier for me and and whoever played it. Hopefully, whoever played it actually was able to enjoy it as uh, more than me because yeah. uh, because that was done already for them. So hopefully, I I, I, I like to think that it is just so I can uh, yeah uh, at least make somebody else's experience better than mine. Uh-huh. But but yeah, so it's uh, that was that was the the game that kind of um, made me made me wish it was a um, kind of forget and then kind of replay it through uh, with a better experience. I liked uh, Kojima really made Death Stranding to be a positive game, so mm-hmm. that's why it was only likes. There was no dislikes, mm-hmm. and you couldn't really leave any negative messages. But some people would leave like, "Oh, go this way," but trick you. Like yeah. it, a lot of what you get in like. Bloodborne yeah, or the, the, Elden Ring that you see games, now yeah. from soft games, um, but I like to think that's what was kind of making me laugh. That I could see you if like you were able to leave messages, I could see you going like, "You better like this, you stupid bitches." <laughs> what about you, Joe? Any games like that or anywhere near where you wish you could experience again because maybe the first time wasn't not that it was horrible, but 
sure. kind of like you know you get one saying I have two lists. Oh yeah. Uh, flat out games that I just would love to re-experience again, um, not knowing anything. And then um, I got a game on the list of like I wish it could have had a different experience with it. Um, flat out that I would love to re-experience. It's no surprise. A lot of these games are like like my favorites, and I would love to go into them blind again. Can I? No way. Can I? Wait. Can I guess? Titan, oh, okay. Titanfall two. I was gonna guess that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Titanfall two. Fucking one hundred and ten percent. I would love to go into that game without knowing anything about it again. Wait. Um, wait. Is that the well, one where you just want to play through it again, or it was some cool stuff was kind of given away? No. Just. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would love to fucking go into that game blind again. Yeah. And experience it and be like, holy fuck! And then you know, like, you know, if anything. I'd love to go into it not having already seen the reviews saying that it had a great single player campaign and you know to experience a little bit better but that's it that's it the minor thing uh portals one and two so fucking cool so great um and I just want the same experience like I there's nothing I would change uh I would just want to play them again um Super Mario 3D Land because I didn't know that there was literally a second half of the game after you beat it and realizing that and being like holy fuck there's more like having already been kind of satisfied like going like oh okay it's a three it's a it's a handheld game I'm not expecting it to be this long you know this whole thing and then seeing that there's a whole second half of the game um and on top of it an amazing game it's fucking fantastic you know um, still, in my opinion, better than 3D World. It, it just did better um, and was good. So those are all games. I mean, I could go on and on. I could list mm-hmm. a bunch of other games that I would love to go play. Um, the one off the top of my head that I wish I could have had a different experience with, and it's just based off of one small thing, is uh, Destiny. I wish I had not played the fucking Yo, beta. Oh, yeah, dude. If I had not played the beta... I heard two things. If I had not played the beta and probably given the game... Mm, four months to just marinate and get itself going and I mean don't get me wrong I mean you guys know I played a shit ton of it Yeah. yeah. but if I had waited that little bit longer to start myself going and not play the beta I would have had a fucking ten times better experience with that game and I had a good experience with the game, but I mean that 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 open the beginning just you know was such a fucking drag that I already done it, yeah. and then you know other issues with how it how the game ran at the beginning and just some of the stuff that was going on, um, yeah, that's that's for me is one of the ones where it's like oh fuck man I wish I wish this hadn't had been like that but you know yeah that was that was kind a of a that was kind of a gift and a curse playing the beta because yeah. playing the beta or the alpha you're like oh this is cool we get to play before it comes out that's awesome you play it. And then you play I used the beta. to love that shit. Yeah, and then you play the beta, and then you're like, oh, okay, it's the same, same as thing. I, and then as you play. I'm getting older, I don't uh, like playing the shit like that. Yeah, yeah I don't me like neither. Too. Yeah, and then then when the actual game comes out, I was like, fuck, I gotta go through this again. The first like four or five <laughs> hours were fucking boring because you already did it. Yeah, and like even it was funny because even I was just like, because you play the alpha. And the beta was basically the same thing. Maybe you felt some of the improvements. Yeah. And I was like, man, I could replay this thing a thousand times. No, I can't. <laughs> I was like, once I, I got the fucking game, twice. I was like, nah, dude. I can't do that shit. No, yeah. fuck no. Yeah, that's a good one, Joe. I didn't even think of that one. Yeah. Uh, it really did ruin the experience for me because, I mean, <laughs> it just, you know, I, I, and it did it for not just me. I mean, all of us. I know it did. Yeah. But, you know, there were other things too where it's just one of those games too. On top of that, I wish I would have done it just kind of 
do its own thing for three or four months, and then I would have enjoyed it more. I mean, honestly, you could even push that period further until the first, like, uh, the first DLC, because then, you know, things had been changed enough by then um, to, to, to make it kind of, you know, more enjoyable. But there's a lot of things about Destiny that you can, you can, uh, hit on and shit on but I mean there's some really cool stuff you guys talked about community community was one of the coolest things about Destiny that I, I personally enjoyed because I played mm. strikes or different things with people and you know you know what I've talked about this before where they would like kind of put things out to me and be like do this or do that and I was like oh fuck okay and they were really cool so you know it's um that's a huge one for me I, I'm sure there's other ones but that's the biggest one off the top of my head that I can think of right now another one that I had was um this was a game that like everyone talked about and you already knew what was going to happen to certain characters like everyone talked about it and this was my first time kind of stepping into this world of gameplay this is my first time with a Japanese RPG and you guys already know it's Madden No 8 I <laughs> wish I didn't know about Madden No 8 for the greatest RPG no American RPG American RPG no uh Final Fantasy 7 uh. That was that was one that I honestly wish I knew nothing about because I had already gone into it knowing like and spoilers like if you're if you're it's been like what twenty five years already so sorry um, I already knew Aerith was gonna die I already oh, knew <laughs> I already knew that the you know how you how you get you know because everyone was talking about it, like how you kill Sephiroth at the end and with the Omni slash and all that shit. Like, I'd already seen that. I already knew that. So, I still really loved Final Fantasy VII. It was the first RPG, uh, Japanese RPG that I ever played, or RPG in general, because I- I've talked about it on here. When I when I saw RPGs in, like, Electronic Gaming Monthly or any video game magazine, I was like, oh, man, you got to do math, because you just saw the numbers. Yeah. And I thought, fuck, you, gotta, they, you have to do math to play this game. Fuck that. I don't want to play it. But I remember a friend in school was like, no, you got to try this game. Long story short, I tried the demo of 8, thought it was stupid. He's like, no, don't play that. Play 7. Yeah. And I played 7, and I remember him letting me borrow it and popping it in and getting, like, super into Final Fantasy 7. But, and I had a fun time with my experience. But Mm. two things I fucked up on. One, I would say, personally for me, because it was my first time, I didn't, this, it seemed very hard, like, oh, shit, I got to grind and... Something that I love doing now in, in games like grinding to level up. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. Like, sometimes in RPGs, you learn these kind of uh, mechanic systems. Like, in this one, you had materia that you can... You know, I didn't grasp it till the end. So, by the time, like, you're that underperformed, that underleveled. So, not only did I know that, okay, Aerith was going to die. So, the biggest surprise, like, nothing's a shock to me. It was just more waiting until it happened. I wish I had that moment of being shocked. Like, oh, shit, this character that you come to like and enjoy in this game dies just like this. You know, and you, I still liked the character. I still went through the story as in like, oh, you get to know them, but they, they're lost. You still have that effect, but I wonder how it would have been if, like, that shock, you know? I think that shock was taken away from me, which sucks, you know? But also, I wish I could experience it again because since I was so new to it, I fucking cheated. <laughs> I had a game shark and I leveled up my character. I leveled up Cloud <laughs> so fucking high so uh. the ending was never hard for me, you know? Like it wasn't that difficult because I was so because I didn't understand like l- the materia system that well till toward the end and 
and anything that I cheated. You know, so in a way, I cheated myself from the experience. And it wasn't until games like Final Fantasy 8 and 9. Going forward, I always beat RPGs my own. I never did a Game Shark thing again. But because Final Fantasy 7 was my first game in an RPG sense and I fucking cheated with a Game Shark, it's always stayed with me. Um, so I wish I could experience it traditionally and like new, you know? So yeah. that's that's one I wish I could kind of do over again. That game sucks anyway. Hey! <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, we can, yeah, al- we can always do games... That like you always have those people always have these. I I don't I've I haven't heard anyone do this one where, oh uh, an experience because of something that got messed up right. Yeah. But we can do these type of things on and on and on and on oh, right. Yeah. Like oh our favorite our favorite this our favorite that. But I kind of thought of one that maybe we could just throw in there. Kids that you wish you never played. No no not good no no we can talk about that. I want to do as a separate one because I got a couple of them. <laughs> but no more of this one. Where you have a memory, like, because some people like, oh, I had so much fun that I would want to experience that all over again. But I kind of want to change that a little bit differently. A game you love, but not that you want to experience for the first time again, but you kind of want to experience your experience. Like, for me, I would want to experience myself experiencing playing Metal Gear Solid for the first time. That excitement, that awe, that, like... I wouldn't have rented it if it wasn't because of a double disc mishap and the girl at fucking Blockbuster going, oh, you know, this is awesome. I played with my boyfriend. Like the story that everyone's heard me yeah. say a million times, I would want to see and have that feeling of myself playing it for the first time. Like how we watch people on Twitch, right? Yeah. We watch people play games. I would like to see a Twitch of your actual childhood life or, or whatever life of you experiencing that. For the first time. Yeah. Like me watching myself experience that, playing through that. Like now going like, oh, you idiot. It was so simple. Why did you take so long with Vulcan Raven? Like yeah. it was so easy. You had to run to school and talk to Jaime about how do I do it, you know? <laughs> like I would want to see that. Is there a game for you that you would want to watch yourself play like a Twitch stream? Uh, yeah. For me, it's Metal Gear Solid. I would want to watch myself play it. For me, probably doesn't count for the whole game because I've uh, and I've brought this up lately, but um, one for me that would kind of just I would love to see myself experience it is the and specifically, um, I guess you could say the whole game, but it's specifically the Last of Us, the intro. Oh, okay. That was yeah. such a fucking fantastic piece of just. I mean, to me, that's art. That was really for me the moment where I was like, "Yeah, this can be like movies." Now, now we're hitting at a whole different level of like, we're into movies, just immersion. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where you're just like, "Fuck, man, this is this is not this." That was for me one of those like, "Holy shit!" This is next level David Cage shit, huh? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it was all about emotions. 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 (laughs) But no, it was so fucking cool. And then like the game itself is good, but like that moment, like that 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 beginning. That intro, which is almost like a good 30, 45 minutes long, and playing through that and being like, what the fuck? And especially the first time playing it, not knowing how this, what this game is going to be like. I mean, kind of knowing, but not knowing. Because I remember getting that one day one, and it's just like, what the fuck? You know, like, set the stage, and, and it, I remember just being like, 
you know, like having chills playing through it because you're like, what the, mm-hmm. f-? you know, what this whole thing's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you know everything happens in that game, and then you you move forward, and you're like, whoa, this is fucking, you know, this is uh, this is insane. This yeah. is just like I didn't know they could games could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be one of those ones for me. Uh, for me, it's not. Um... It's more of something because I would want to see how how everybody's face was. So when I was a kid, I was at my cousin's house playing uh, Super Nintendo, Super Mario World. Uh And then uh, my other cousin was playing it for the first time. He had never played it. So he's trying to play it, right? And then uh, um, I'm I'm pretty sure I said this story before. So he's trying to figure out the buttons for it. So he goes, hey, man, how do you you jump in this? He goes, why? He goes, because I want to jump. He goes, why? He goes, because I want to fucking jump. And then he, he goes, you put, you jump with the Y button, the, just that little bit. It's probably like a five, five yeah, seconds yeah. of my life. I want to see that just because, just because it's so funny that that uh, that uh, that 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 experience was so fucking funny. That would be a created clip on on Twitch, dude. That'd be a that'd be a vine. That would be a vine. Yeah, but just yeah, it's more that's that's a, a funny memory that I have uh, when uh, when my cousin was getting pissed off because he didn't know how to jump. Because yeah. I mean, I had I had. I had metal, metal Gear also. Like, pretty much all the Metal Gears for me were just like... Because we're all kids. We're just astonished by these games. Yeah, yeah, uh, So those would be fun to watch. But but I would want to see uh, uh, that uh, that Super Mario World. I would like to see is how obsessed we got with Grand Theft Auto 3. That's true, yeah. Because I remember that was a game... I don't think I've experienced a game like that now where I, I'll stop playing it. And then 20 minutes later, I want to keep playing it. And it's sure. a vicious cycle all day. Mm-hmm. It's You know, because there'll be times like, oh, I play this for a couple hours and I'll go back to it. But no, like Grand Theft Auto 3 was like every 20 minutes. Oh, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go back on. Yeah, yeah. couple of more hours. Oh, okay, I'm done. Yeah, oh, I'm back on. All fucking day. Uh, for us, I mean, around that PlayStation era. So maybe like if, if we did watch ourselves, uh, I'll play like any, any PlayStation game, PlayStation new game. It'd be like, oh, there you go. There I go again. <laughs> like every couple minutes, oh, again. <laughs> there he goes. He can't. He can't take his hand off he his other br- little he controller. Like Brush something, some crumbs off of his leg, and he got a boner. He just fucking rubbed it up. <laughs> it's like it's not gonna take care of itself unless <laughs> I do. Yeah, I would love to experience my. I was thinking about this game too. Just when you were bringing that out, just like to watch myself. Um, Valiant Hearts, the Great War. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah, Valiant Hearts. I remember that you were well, talking about it. I would love it. to watch myself keep try to keep it together because that's one of the few <laughs> games that really got me fucking like I never emotional. finished it. Like, I gotta finish at the end. Yeah. Uh, the end. The end of it is just a fucking yeah. like you're like oh my god like when you get to the end and you got to experience that and you have you play through the end uh, you know it was and and just in general like I know the game it's not perfect but I mean it was one of the great to me it's it's an example of a fucking fantastic narrative like the story that's told is so yeah. fucking good mm-hmm. you know and it's a war game that's less about killing and more about helping people which you don't see very often yeah um and but no man that fucking ending is just like there's so many things that go in that game where he's like yeah. what the fuck yeah um such a, a fucking great game really good game I'm about to play that play when I'm by myself so nobody sees me cry <laughs> with Chula next to you <laughs> Well, yeah, well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Controller Podcast with a three 
R-D. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. I wanted to tell you a story. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? Say it again. What'd you Jose, say? Jose, I'm <laughs> our best friend now. Really? Yes. He says, call your well, what happened? What did you? Hey, we're best friends now. Who? Hey, Why? We're not. Yeah, you are. You. Oh, you guys are hanging out now. You guys are hanging out. For his, uh, we've been watching boxing over there lately. You, oh, so you've been going over there. We've been invited, all of us. Wow. Joe's never come over here. I've been over to your place once. Once. How many times have you been to my place? Uh, I mean, it's family, right? It's like... Wow. Right we're, here. we're not I family. Mean, we're not family to you, Joe? Dude. I mean, you guys are family. They don't call us Olive them. Garden for no reason. Yeah. There's when you're here, you're family. There's room for you. There's room for you and Jess. There is. How hot would it be in your room is what I'm asking. Dude, I got air conditioning. It won't be hot. I thought ahead. I thought of you, Joe. You have air conditioning? Yeah. I had it last year. Oh. I had a birthday cake. Birthday? Banana, vanilla, cream, sour ale. What? And it was fucking disgusting. It sounds. Honestly, I thought you were saying you had a a cake that was flavored that way. Like, that sounds delicious. Then you said it's a beer. Oh, it's a beer. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about a cake. I was like, who the fuck bought you that shit? We probably did. I was taking a chance. <laughs>